KMUW's podcast platform is made possible by High Touch Technologies, a software, technology, and business communications company that provides products, services, and support to all industries. High Touch brings the human touch to technology with a world-class team of industry experts. Learn more at hightouchtechnologies.com. I'm Josh Carey. And I'm Chef Tom Jackson. And you're listening to Cooking with Fire. Today we're going to be cooking up a Jamaican classic, jerk chicken. Let's get started. This is Cooking with Fire, a global exploration of barbecue from KMUW. Welcome to episode 67 of Cooking with Fire. Today we're going to dive into the history of the Jamaican jerk style of cooking. While the jerk style comes from Jamaica, the cuisine is a mashup of African and Native American cultures. The small Caribbean island of Jamaica has had an outsized impact on world culture compared to the diminutive size of the country. From music to athletes to literature, Jamaican culture reaches around the globe. But it's their cuisine that we're most interested in. The island of Jamaica was inhabited 2,500 years ago by the Arawak Indians who came to the country from South America. They brought with them a style of cooking that includes marinating and drying strips of meat. This style of cooking comes from Peru and is called charqui, which is where the term jerky or jerk is derived from. But the island's new inhabitants would find new flavors to combine with their old method of cooking that would form a basis for future Jamaican cuisine. The main portion of this centers around the pimento tree. This tree not only gives the wood that most Jamaican food is cooked over, but the dried, unripe berries of the pimento tree gives us the flavor. This is the spice better known as allspice. For thousands of years, the Arawak Indians lived on the island undisturbed. But in the late 1400s, they were conquered by the Spanish with the arrival of Columbus, and many of the natives were killed by disease in a few short years. The island is a rich source of coffee, sugar, cocoa, and more, and by the early 17th century, the British were bringing slaves from Africa to work the land. A small group of slaves escaped into the mountains of Jamaica where they lived freely. These escaped slaves were called Maroons, after the Spanish word for mountaineers. The Maroons brought traditional hunting and cooking techniques with them from Africa, and together with the remaining Arawak Indians combined the flavors of the island with their food. And it is this that gives us the basis for the modern jerk recipes we love. But luckily, the Maroons were not stuck in the mountains forever as they fought and won two wars for independence. However, in 1796, a group of nearly six 600 Maroons from Trelawney Town were arrested after a peace deal was made and shipped off first to Nova Scotia and then later to Sierra Leone, Africa. And while this severely dropped the Maroon population in Jamaica, those that were left behind were able to continue developing these culinary techniques that we all take for granted today. Now is the perfect time to cut out to Chef Tom in the ATBBQ.com teaching kitchen and get started on today's recipe. Well, we're going to start off our jerk chicken today by making our jerk marinade and sauce. And that's going to start off with a half cup of green onions. I'm going to be combining all of these ingredients in a mixing bowl for now. We're going to add to that three habanero chilies that have been stemmed and minced. Now, if you can get a hold of scotch bonnets, that would be even better. But habaneros are far more common, at least around here. So that's what we'll be using today. Next, I've got a quarter cup of minced garlic, quarter cup of ground allspice. And this is one of the big flavors in the flavor profile file for jerk chicken. Next, we've got a quarter cup of brown sugar, three tablespoons of ground black pepper, two tablespoons of smoked salt, two tablespoons of fresh thyme, two tablespoons of fresh ginger that's been minced down, two tablespoons of lime juice, a tablespoon of white vinegar, 
and a tablespoon of soy sauce. And then to finish it off, a tablespoon each of cinnamon and nutmeg and a half teaspoon of ground cloves. So I'm gonna throw on a glove and really get my hands dirty here and just mix all of this together. Wow, it's just super aromatic. I'd like to actually kind of try and bring out some more of that aroma and even break this down a little bit. So I'm gonna throw this in the food processor to break it down a little further. All right, so we've essentially broken this down into a nice thick paste. Wow, so aromatic. Can't wait to give this a try. In the meantime, what we're gonna do is break down our chicken into quarters and coat that chicken in the sauce. Now I've got about a four pound bird here. I just wanna break it down into individual pieces to make the cooking process go a bit faster. So I'm gonna start by taking off the legs and thighs, separating those from the rest of the carcass. And then as these pieces come off, I'm gonna throw them into our mixing bowl that we had combined everything in earlier. Now from here, I'm just going to cut out the backbone, leaving behind the wings and the breasts. Go ahead and lay the breast skin side up and cut straight down the center. We'll leave that breastbone in there. And then if you like, you can break this down even further by cutting this breast in half horizontally, leaving one end with the wing and then the other end sort of trails off to the bottom of the breast. Or you can simply leave it in quarters. Now, before I get the chicken coated in our marinade, I wanna take out a couple tablespoons of that marinade and set it aside. Cause we're gonna use that to kind of uh, glaze the chicken with a little bit later. But the rest of it, I'll just pour over the chicken pieces and we'll just sort of massage that into the meat, trying to get into all those nooks and crannies. And ideally what you're gonna do from here is cover this up with plastic wrap, throw it in the refrigerator and wait to cook it until tomorrow. A nice eight hour marination time on this would be perfect. All right, well, our chicken is done marinating. We are now out on the patio here at All Things Barbecue. We've got the Yoder Smokers flat top charcoal grill fired up. We've got a nice hot charcoal bed going. Now, traditionally, we would also have some pimento wood chunks to add to our charcoal fire, but that's pretty hard to come by around here. So we're gonna be using cherry wood chunks instead. And they will have a nice fruitiness like the pimento, although they, they don't burn quite as hot and harsh. So we've got some wood chunks nestled into our charcoal bed. I'm just gonna pull the chicken straight out of the marinade and right onto the hot grates. I'm also just taking any of the excess marinade from the bowl and rubbing it on the outside of this chicken to add that little bit of extra jerk flavor. So what we're looking to do now is get some really nice color and smoke on the chicken on both sides, then we'll move it off to indirect heat to finish cooking. All right, I've given about five minutes now. We're getting some nice char on the first side, so I'm gonna be flipping these pieces over. Not much excitement to speak of at this point, and the smoke aroma is just fantastic, getting great flavor on this chicken. We'll come back and check in another five minutes. All right, we've got great color on the outside of all of our chicken, so I'm gonna move it to a more indirect cooking zone. We're gonna continue cooking our chicken until it reaches an internal temperature of about 160 degrees in the breasts and 170 degrees in the thighs and legs. And the thigh is where you'll wanna check for that temperature because it will be the deepest part of the chicken that you're waiting to get done. All right, we've reached our target internal temperatures, so I'm pulling the chicken off the grill. And while it's really nice and hot, I'm just gonna hit it with a little bit of glaze here at the end. You remember that marinade that we reserved earlier, the two tablespoons? Well, we're gonna put that in a small container with about a quarter cup of pineapple juice. And then I'm just gonna pour this glaze over the top of each of our pieces of chicken. All right, that's all there is to it. 
That does it for today's episode. Let us know if you cook this recipe and email us at cookingwithfirepodcast at gmail.com to let us know what else you'd like us to feature on the show. And as always, visit KMUW.org to get the full recipe for this week's cook. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, please head over to iTunes and leave us a review. This allows us to reach more listeners. And join us next time as we dive into the world of rum and Chef Tom cooks up spicy chicken wings with a rum glaze.